0: Hello, 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 welcome. I'm so glad to see each one of you here today. I'm just taking a moment to look at you and say hello. And also welcome to everybody who's tuning in at a later day. I'm so glad you're here. Whether you're with us present on Zoom or you're tuning in to our YouTube channel or podcast, thank you for being here. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock, and we're an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality based in the Metro Vancouver, Lower Mainland area of British Columbia, Canada. We create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. And man, if you've ever been with us in person or online, then you know this is definitely a wholehearted community. Embracing you all in a hug right now as we begin. And this is also the time that I would like to respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Coast Salish First Nations, including Kwikwetlem, tsleil and Stalo Nations. Also, on this Sunday, I would like to recognize and honor that September 30th is Orange Shirt Day. Which is the day when we recognize, honor, and remember all of the indigenous children who um,
1: experienced
0: okay, I can do this. <laughs> who... Who've who've been taken from their families and experienced residential schools here in Canada. So as we start, I just want to take a moment for a moment of silence in remembrance and honor. And then I will pray us in. and just breathing into this sacred present moment where the source of all life, the creator, is expanding and expressing itself. It is alive and well through everyone and everything, this one source that connects us all together. I know that the essence of this source, that it is wholeness that nothing is missing, that it is deep and profound love that each one of us comes from love and returns to love. And so I just take a moment to recognize that this infinite presence, this infinite creator, that it is creating itself as me. And I breathe in the sacredness of my own life. And as I do this for and of myself, I do this for and of each person present to this prayer right here and now. Recognizing that each one here is a sacred expression of the divine. I revel in the light of each one. And knowing that this experience, this time together, that it opens the mind and heart to a deeper truth, not only of the world, of God, of spirit, but of each one of us. That there is something that is said or sung that speaks directly and personally to each one of us here. It moves us closer to our personal purpose and to our collective mission. And I just give such deep thanks for this opportunity to connect, to know one another, and to open the mind collectively for wisdom to lead and inspire. And so it is from this place of unity, of wholeness, of respect and dignity, that I release these words into that divine law of mind, that always says yes. And I step into this unfoldment of spirit with love and gratitude. I let it be. And so it is. And we are joined every week with live music, which is so amazing so that we have in our presence today, our musician, Ivan Boudreaux, yay!
1: Thanks, Reverend Cassandra. Um, and thanks for the, uh, the thoughts on the residential school and survivors. Um, this is a fairly new one called Something to Believe in. times there have been You take a road, never knowing where it ends. Cause that's the only way to find out where it leads. I've ended up far from where I started. I fell and picked myself up many times. There have been easy times, hard times and all times in between if you've got something
0: So much, Ivan. I didn't want your singing to stop. (laughs) I'm like, can he just keep going? (laughs) We're so blessed by you. Thank you. And today is a day to be blessed by the arts. And I want to start off my talk with an iconic poem, with, with a, a stanza or a phrase from, from this poem. Listen in. Just like moons and like suns, with a certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. I bet you all know that that's Maya Angelou and her poem still I'll rise. This unstoppable beauty of a poem didn't come from an easy life. No. Still I'll Rise was born out of the struggle and pain of oppression and even assault. The world was telling Maya Angelou that she wasn't enough, that she was less than, even worthless. But the truth of her being couldn't be contained or oppressed. The truth of her divinity the truth of the infinite love of her being insisted on rising. Her truth, her creativity, it rose right out of the ashes of conditions and circumstances that some of us wouldn't have survived. And in my search for what this poem means, I found this quote on blackhistorymonth.org. Still uh, Rise" is primarily about self-respect and confidence. In the poem, Angelou reveals how she will overcome anything through her self-esteem. She shows how nothing can get her down She will rise to any occasion, and nothing, not even her skin color, will hold her back. Mm -hmm. Her self-esteem is spirit in her, loving her. Her self-esteem is an expression of a universal truth of the worthiness of our humanity and the resilience of our soul. Just like the human body naturally heals itself, the human spirit naturally rises out of our divinity. Spirit in you, and you and you and you, (laughs) is rising. Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides, just like hopes springing high, still I'll rise. You know, pretty much every talk I write, I look up keywords in the Science of Mind text by Ernest Holmes, just to see what he wrote about the topic and Okay, we'll have to admit, I look up here and then the the dictionary. (laughs) I do both. (laughs) Both are always enlightening. And um, this week I looked up rise in the science of mind, and there were only five entries um, in the concordance, but one of them was a pretty powerful quote that I want to share with you now. Limitation is a condensation of the idea of want. Mind accepts this idea as though it were true and then makes it true in our experience. It is not always easy to see this, nor is it easy to rise above it, but it can be done and we should begin at once to control our thought patterns in such a way that they will produce plenty instead of lack. So, you know, I looked up condensation in the dictionary. (laughs) And condensation is the process of reducing a gas or vapor into a liquid or solid form. So, limitation as a condensation of the idea of want is when our wants turn into limitations. And when mind accepts the limitations as truth, then our limiting beliefs will show up in our experience. So it's not easy to change our beliefs, especially when they come from our lived experience or especially when we see it happening all around us, it's not easy to change those beliefs or to change your perspective or to rise above this pattern. But what Ernest Holmes is saying is that it can be done. And we do this by swapping out our thought patterns so that they lead to plenty instead of lack, so they lead to abundance, so they lead to power, so they lead to possibility, so they lead to self-esteem that inspires your creativity. So today we're gonna explore new thought patterns that empower and support you to rise above. And let's start by looking at pain. Now, I don't want to start there either. (laughs) I I don't want to start there. But we can't control our thought patterns if we're avoiding pain. In fact, avoiding the difficult is giving the difficult more power which is usually the opposite of what we want. So I want you to think about, is there something difficult in your life that you're avoiding? We must revolutionize our relationship with pain and difficulty so that we can plant a new thought and experience that that nourishes our self-esteem, So Mary O'Malley, she wrote a book called What's in the Way is the Way. I'll just repeat it. What's in the way is the way. And I will admit, I have not read this book yet. But there is so much wisdom in just the title. (laughs) Thank you, Mary O'Malley. random side note, um, she lives in Kirkland, Washington, which is like right next door to Everett. So maybe I'll meet her someday. Maybe I'll read her book and meet her. (laughs) So oftentimes, if there is something stopping us from moving forward, you know, we just want it gone. Can this just please go away? Can they please go away? Right? How often have you found yourself saying that? And, and sometimes this desire for something or someone to just go away, we might find ourselves just hiding or avoiding. Heck, we might even be running away. <laughs> but what if what we're avoiding is exactly the experience we need to evolve the traits, characteristic and wisdom we need to fulfill our potential? I'm just gonna say that again. I'm gonna ask you that again. What if what we're avoiding is exactly the experience we need to evolve the traits, characteristics and wisdom we need to fulfill our potential? You know, each week, someone from within the Centers for Spiritual Living, puts together an outline and resources for the topic of the week. And this week, it was Rochelle McCreary. She's a leadership coach and success strategist. And she encourages us not to avoid pain and suffering via spiritual bypass or denial. So I want to just, I want to read you something that she wrote. Let me pull it up. There it is. Bypass is a temporary and ultimately unsatisfying fix that robs us of the deep lessons, wisdom, and power that challenging life experiences can offer us. Instead of running from pain when it comes to visit, what if we leaned into a process of listening closely to hear what pain has to teach us. What if we reframed pain as an expression of spirit, a holy portal that leads us to the center of our own unique power and purpose. Wow. Thank you, Rochelle McCreary. Pain is a holy portal that leads us to the center of our own unique power and purpose. So whatever you're facing in your life, I want you to know that there is something in there that is lifting you toward a new truth, that is asking you to see something, something deeper than what's on the surface. There's something in there pushing you toward the light. And you have the courage to navigate it because the source of courage is within you. today, and and even this week, I want you to think about, is there something you're avoiding or pushing it away or pushing away? And what if you're avoiding What if what you're avoiding, Is the way to a greater expression of your unique power and purpose. I just want to remind you that it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to ask for help. Sometimes life can be dark. But I want to remind you that seeds are planted in the darkness of the soil. And do you know what seeds are? Seeds are tiny miracles. Seeds are blueprints. Even when they're like teeny tiny, like the size of a pinky fingernail, they have a pattern of fulfillment inside of them. Each and every seed knows what it is meant to be. Given the right amount of oxygen, water, and light, it will naturally grow into fruition. You couldn't even stop it. By its very nature, it reaches for the light. Through the darkness, it rises, bursting through the soil. And while it might be tender and vulnerable at first, it is also strong and resilient. Some even grow through cracks in the pavement. You, my dear, are a seed planted by God. You are a miracle. And within you is a blueprint, a pattern of your deepest fulfillment. And there is something within you that knows exactly what you are meant to be. Given the right amount of care, you will naturally grow into fruition. By your very nature, you are reaching for the light. Through the darkness, you will always rise. It is your impulse. It is written into your DNA. While you might be tender and vulnerable at first, you are also strong and resilient. You've already grown through some incredible circumstances and conditions. You've already learned so much. Keep growing because life isn't done with you yet. You know, Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things, She did a Super Soul Sunday with Oprah Winfrey titled, First the Pain, Then the Rising. And she says, let me pull it up here. The journey of the love warrior is to rush towards her pain and allow her pain to become her power. What? Allow her pain to become her power? Why? Why did she say this? (laughs) Her answer, spoiler alert, I'm going to give you some of her, her super soul Sunday here. Her answer is because the crucifixion always comes before the resurrection. Mind blown. (laughs) The crucifixion comes before the resurrection. Thankfully, Glennon Doyle gives us some very powerful questions to consider so that we can like, like, okay, how do we allow our pain to become our power? Like, it's a great idea. Um, how do we even start? <laughs> with that? So I want to give you some questions from Glennon that you can, you can ponder this week. What would happen if we stopped being afraid of our pain? What would happen if we stopped being afraid of our pain? What does it mean to be fully human without running away? And how might we be fully human with one another? Copying and pasting into the chat, folks. You know, licensed practitioner and ministerial student Tamara Rossander reminded our leadership team that this coming Thursday, September 30th, is Orange Shirt Day. Now, Orange Shirt Day, also known as the National Day for Truth and Reconciliation here in Canada, is a day when we Remember and honor the Indigenous children who were sent away to residential schools in Canada. And uh, from orangeshirtday.org, the website, they write this. Let me pull it up. On this day of September 30th, we call upon humanity to listen with open ears to the stories of survivors and their families, and to remember those that didn't make it. Now, this listening, it calls for us to allow and even invite pain into our experience. For those who aren't Indigenous, it might seem easier not to listen. But remember, bypassing is a temporary and ultimately unsatisfying fix. I believe one of the sacred aspects of spiritual community is being a space that allows you to feel the pain so that you can heal and know a greater truth. so that the limiting ideas that have condensed into our experience can be seen for the illusions that they really are, so that we can see the magnificent blueprint of purpose planted inside each one of us. So how will you honor orange shirt day this year, September 30th, I invite you to do at least one thing this week to listen and honor the stories and experiences of Indigenous folks who experienced residential schools in Canada. You know, It's called Truth and Reconciliation because listening to the truth of experience is how we reconcile, how we connect, how we forgive, how we heal, and how we truly grow together. And I know that y'all are up for it. And I know that Canada is up for this kind of work. Canada is a pretty unique place. We're up for this. Buy an orange shirt, look into what that means. Listen to the stories. Allow the pain and know that you are rising to the light of your divinity. I wanna close today with a quote from Rochelle McCreary. Listen to what she has to say to us. And I want you to imagine that she's speaking directly to you right here. You are well and wondrously made by the divine intelligence and creativity back of all. Despite the the appearance or experience of obstacles and adversity, the way of life is always rising, expanding, and evolving. Every part of your journey is useful and necessary for that which spirit wants to express as you. Nothing is wasted, all is good. And as you rise up into a life that works, spirit uses you to help others rise. This is how we create a world that works for all. Thank you, Rochelle McCreary. And I want to highlight a little part of what she said. Every part of your journey is useful and necessary. And I want to say that there have been times in my life as an indigenous person, that I didn't think that I was useful or necessary. But in this moment, right here with you, I claim that every part of me, including my Indigenous heritage, is useful and necessary. And I wouldn't be who I am or do what I do without this part of myself. So thank you for witnessing me, being here with me, loving and celebrating me. I truly hope that you are able, just as you see it in me, that you are able to also embrace that every part of you is useful and necessary. May we rise together and so it is. So let's turn within and and do an affirmative prayer treatment to know that we rise. And so just breathing into this present moment where the creator of all life is creating, is expanding, is expressing. The very essence of life is right here. I know that it is deep and unconditional love expressing as joy, that it is wholeness expressing as perfect health, that it is infinite intelligence expressing as wisdom. I recognize that this is who and what I am, who and what we are. And so I just speak a word now of of worthiness and value of love and and power. Just knowing that every message of not being enough is simply not true. And I recognize that I would never say that a star shining in the night sky is never enough. That an ocean wave isn't doing its job right that a tree isn't growing correctly. And so I recognize that that same attitude, that that is the same attitude that spirit thinks of each one of us. I know that each one here is a divine expression of sacred purpose. And knowing that the source of courage is within each one of us, I know that we walk through any and all portals of pain with each other, with hope, with love. And I am so grateful for doing this work, this transformative work together. I'm so grateful for the soul's guidance and wisdom, for the soul's love and direction, And I am so grateful for this community where we bring out the spirit and soul of one another. I am so grateful for the healing and transformation that has happened already this day and that continues to happen in this community, in each heart and soul. And so it is with this love of one another and of spirit that I know this prayer has already been answered. It is already done in that infinite mind. I let it be. And so it is.
2: Thank you there, Cassandra. So now we have time of our offertory. We here at CSL White Rock create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment, and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of truth and spirit. If you were inspired by today's music and message, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we gratefully receive your gift, tithe, and offering. There are three ways to donate. You can visit our website, mail us a check, or send an e-transfer. Information is in the chat for the website. And please join me in declaring our prosperity affirmation. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is.